Guten Tag, Popheads, and welcome to issue 33 of 3 Museum Presents Popcast, a.k.a. the Tomcast Popcast. My name is Tom. Joining me tonight, back from his adventures at San Diego Comic-Con, it's the insatiable Roger Smith. Always insatiable, always ready. Also known as Xmega Gold on the Twitters and the Instagrams. Uh, if you dig what this podcast has dug, please follow this awesome small independent podcast on social media at TomCast underscore podcast on Twitter and at the TomCast underscore podcast on Instagram. Remember, this is the pop culture podcast that knows the key ingredient to a successful Comic-Con is an extra stick of deodorant, an emergency t-shirt, and of course, as the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy taught us, a towel. <laughs> it's always good to have. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Roger, <laughs> b- before we really get into the show, we have to kind of take care of something. Yeah. I, I, I acknowledge something. I don't even know if you know about this yet. I, I kind of came across this bit of news uh, right before we started this. Before we started the show. Okay. Uh, so I think it's. I'm going to speak for you on this one because I, I think you're with me on this. Sure. We are going to start the show by expressing our condolences on the passing of Rutger Hauer. Oh, yeah, I just saw that, too, actually. Yeah, the actor best known for his roles in such films as Blade Runner and Lady Hawk passed away at the age of 75 after a short illness. But he will live forever in our hearts and in our pop culture. Moment of silence. There we go. (laughs) Okay, uh, before we get started, Roger, give me your Comic-Con experience. How was it? Oh, it was great. You know, I uh, I was only there for a day, but luckily I was able to, uh, you know, actually get into the floor this year. Um, you know, that said, I spent, you know, a few hours in there walking the floor as well as I could. You know, it's crowded as always, but uh, I've managed to hit up all the booths and uh, spots that I wanted to see. Picked up a little trinket here and there for the family and friends. And yeah, had a lot of fun and then went outside, explored everything around the area. And honestly, there was a lot of fun stuff around it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I hit up the uh, specifically the uh, the Borderlands Museum that they had up, and it was it was really fun. They had like a bunch of art and like little fun things to do. Had little pictures here and there you could take. Um, they even had a little bar and back with decently priced beer. So uh, <laughs> decently priced. Decently, Let's not yeah, get too crazy. Yeah, as good as you can get in the gas lamp. But um, yeah, no, it was a fun time. Uh, feet were killing me by the end of the day, but definitely worth the effort my feet are still a little sore yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie especially like like the back edges of my heels i don't know oh, what yeah. happened there it's just they're still <laughs> just worn down a little bit yeah uh i was there i had one full day there which was thursday and then i was kind of in and out of the convention the rest of the time because uh, uh i was a bit of a convention pirate this year yeah. <laughs> i didn't know i was going to be able to go and get in uh, oh, okay. so i didn't bother to take time off of work it just so happened that Thursday is one of my normal days off. Nice. So Thursday was the day I got to spend all day down there, which, nice. of course, you weren't there. You had to go to work. Sadly, yes. But, yeah, it's it's always a fun time. It's a – it's – I don't want to say it's like a – you 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 get out of Comic-Con what you put into Comic-Con. Yeah, exactly. And and I don't put too much into it anymore because mm-hmm. my – I there was a point where my expectations for were always astronomically high. Yeah. And I couldn't achieve all the things I wanted to achieve. So I had to kind of like lower, lower the bar a little bit. Yeah, that happens. And I have a great time now mm-hmm. with, with a much lower bar for, for <laughs> happiness and for success at the convention. Yeah. And, definitely. uh, yeah, that was achieved. I got to, I, I got to reconnect with some old friends. Uh, one friend in particular who, who hasn't been out to the convention in, in, uh, gosh, like five or six years at least. Mm-hmm. He came out and he was nominated for an Eisner Award, oh, which, wow. is, which is pretty cool for him. And that's a, that's, that's cool. my good friend uh, Keith Dallas, nice. writer extraordinaire. And uh, 
Yeah, no, it's always fun because you you get to have like really unique interactions with with fans of the same stuff that you of, of, of all the stuff that you dig. Yeah, and that's always kind of fun and unique and and you know. You're like best friends with these people for like four days or something like that, and then uh, you'll you won't see them again until next summer. Yeah, most of the time. But fortunately, friends I've made at the convention, I, I have a, a, a small handful like Keith and, mm-hmm. and and like my friend Dustin and Nikki, who I have known from the convention for a really long time now, and I would look forward to seeing them every summer now. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. So it's 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 a good time. It's a lot of fun. I, I recommend it highly. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, not cost friendly. <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, they they want your money when you're in there. Yeah, yeah. They they kind of give you less and less freebies. I feel. I remember going there as a kid. You know, they'd give you your your bag at the entrance, and it was just filled to the brim with a bunch of free stuff like magic cards, comic books, everything. Now they just kind of give you the bag. <laughs> and they're like, fill it yourself. You know what? That bag's really desirable, though. Yeah, no, it is. There, there's a lot of good designs on it. I managed to get myself a Gundam bag this year, so I was pretty happy with that. Right on. Yeah. And it, it, what is it, the 40th anniversary of Gundam this year? Yeah, yeah. So they had a whole bunch of exhibits and uh, stuff in and around the area. So it was pretty good. I liked it. All right. Well, we're basically doing a Comic-Con recap esque show. Yep. I mean, there's there's so much news that comes out of Comic Con that it's going to be hard to tackle a lot of it. Yeah, can't hit everything. Can't hit everything. I think I think today is definitely an em- more emphasis on on TV and movie stuff that that came up, mm-hmm. and it's again we're scratching the surface of even all the TV <laughs> and movie news. Yeah. You know, we, we could spend the next eighteen episodes recapping everything. <laughs> And then next thing you know, Comic-Con will be here next year, and then we can do it all over again. Yeah, I mean, that might be a plan if we run out of stuff to talk about. <laughs> you might be right about that. We'll have to like, bookmark some websites. For there you go. <laughs> I, I guess we should start with, with uh, the winner of Comic-Con, which, surprise, surprise, I think we have to give to Marvel Studios. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, Marvel put on their panel. Uh, it was Saturday at Hall H. Mm-hmm. People were lined up. All day, and I would I would not be shocked if there were people there all the night before. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised for Hall H. Yeah, yeah, they they announced a ton of stuff. A lot of it was uh, confirming things that we we had known, or 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 providing a little bit more information, a little bit more context, um, cast information. Mm-hmm. Like we we knew a Black Widow movie was happening. Yeah, but now we we've gotten a lot more information. We got we know who's in the cast. We know a little mm-hmm. bit more about the story. We you know we know a lot of other stuff. Yeah, you know. Uh, we knew about the the Disney Plus shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great to see. Uh, D- Daniel Bruhl, Captain Zemo, or Captain <laughs> Zemo, <laughs> Baron Zemo revealed yeah. that he's going to have the mask in the show, which I'm excited for. Nice. Get that giant purple sock on his head. <laughs> um, but let's talk about. I mean, let's kind of break it down this way. Okay. Because there was so much stuff. What What was your favorite bit of information to come out of the Marvel panel? Oh, definitely for me, it's probably the new Blade. It, I mean, Blade's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. This I is just, one that people are super excited about. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was just like, I, I didn't expect it. It's always something I think we talked about, even on past episodes. I think we spoke once on, do you think they'll ever reboot Blade? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's it's just ripe for the picking. It's just got cool themes and ideas that you don't see a lot of in a lot of the current uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies right now. Um, and I'm really curious as to see how they're going to take it. Um, but yeah, just from what I saw, it looks pretty solid. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm hopefully optimistic at this point, but I'm just going to wait and see before a little more stuff comes out. Hopefully we'll get a teaser 
eventually. You know, so. Yeah, I think I think Mahershala Ali is fantastic, mm -hmm. uh, ca fantastically cast as Blade, as mm -hmm. the new Blade going forward. Yeah, I was a little surprised by how many people were demanding Wesley Snipes be in this movie. Uh, yeah, it kind of. <laughs> I mean, just thematically, he's he's supposed to be like half vampire for him to like. Uh, he's obviously aged a bit at this point. I don't know that he would still have his martial arts chops or even look the part anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, I think people are just concerned for the well-being of his uh, his, uh, his tax situation. <laughs> that too. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I was, I, but I was really surprised by the amount of people who were like, "Bring back Wesley!" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Mahershala Ali is awesome. That's an Academy Award-winning actor right there, and he's gonna play Blade and kill vampires from Marvel. This yeah. is amazing." Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, I haven't seen uh, too much of his stuff along the lines of uh, action-oriented. I know he was. Uh, he was recently in what was it? Luke Cage. He was on the first season of Cage. Yeah. Uh, so that's a Marvel connection for him. Mm -hmm. He was also uh, the Prowler in the Spider Verse movie. Yeah. So he he does have the the voice acting work for it. I, I think he can definitely. His voice alone yeah. is is going to be great for Blade. Yeah. But, uh, I'm definitely that guy excited. that guy has serious acting chops. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think he's going to definitely bring heart and soul to the character. Um, I'm really curious as to see what kind of training they're going to have him do. I don't know if he has any martial arts experience or anything like that, like uh, Wesley Snipes did. But uh, I think there's there's a lot to look forward to on that. Yeah, I mean, Wesley brought the martial arts stuff to Blade. That was not really something he was known for in the comics necessarily. Mm. I mean, he, you know, he fought vampires, but he didn't like <laughs> karate fight vampires. Yeah, you know? I see. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it'll be interesting to see if they kind of stick with that, you know, mm -hmm. give give Mahershala like some martial arts kind of background or mm -hmm. if they're going to take it in a different direction. I don't, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do, yeah, but I suspect true. I suspect they have a good plan. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I trust most of Marvel's uh, yeah, judgments. So. Yeah, I think I think Marvel's earned uh, the benefit of the doubt on most yeah. of their things that may sound crazy but <laughs> uh, usually pan out being awesome. Yeah, yeah. So And speaking of crazy, did what did you think of that uh, the the title for the new Doctor Strange film? Multiverse of Madness. It sounds cool. I mean, I love me some Doctor Strange. So <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I wouldn't be terribly shocked if Doctor Strange factors a bit into Blade in some way. If, if they, these kind of like supernatural characters kind of cross paths at some at some yeah. point, some kind of uh, not like they're going to cross over in the films or not mm -hmm. like that, but there may be more of a thematic carryover from Doctor Strange to Blade would be kind of my guess, but I'm, I'm, I'm that is yeah. wild speculation on my part. Yeah, no, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I mean, see, one thing that we don't know about Blade is if it's going to be a part of the MCU, right? Like, they haven't really said... Oh, no, no, anything. no, this is like, I think this fits in Phase 4. Okay, so he yeah. is going to be within... Because, I mean, when they had, you know, their, their big infographic with all the new shows and movies, Blade wasn't on there, so I was assuming that it was kind of its own thing. But um, but if he is going to be in there, I wonder. I mean, that would be a good way to kind of tie that together because, you know, there there's no really established lore on <laughs> vampires within current MCU, right? You know, lore. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, it would be a good way if possibly maybe the multiverse thing, uh, maybe not in the MCU universe, but whichever other multiverse Doctor Strange ends up traversing to he comes across a you know world with vampires and blade comes through with that yeah it's kind of hard to say because like you said it's all speculation at this point but i think it would be really a really good uh path crossing opportunity there between 
Doctor Strange and Blade. I'd like to see it. So, <laughs> you know, I'm looking back at the at the big info thing on on from Hell Age, and you're right. I don't see Blade listed on here, so maybe I suspect it's still connected. Yeah, I mean, it'd be um, weird not to. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That, that's the only thing that kind of threw me off from it because they they announced it, but it wasn't on their infographic. So we really have no other details other than it, that it exists. It may not be necessarily Phase 4, but it's definitely upcoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, I, I feel like this is a very fresh project. You know, they probably just got Mahershala Ali on board. Yeah, he just put on the hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, because I think that's all we really know about it, right? I think so. I mean, they... Obviously, they didn't have anything to show other than the logo, which looks cool. I mean... <laughs> oh, you know what? There's an updated one that does have the Blade infographic with the Phase 4 on there. Oh, okay. So maybe they ran out of room. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Or I was like, maybe the picture I had just wasn't great. Because, you know, you're, it's a picture from yeah. the, 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 the floor seats. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's just yeah. somebody in the way. It's possible. All right, right on. Um, I guess... The next thing we'll go to at the Marvel yeah. panel is the next big piece of news that came out. Mm-hmm. You know, right before Comic-Con had started, uh, the announcement was made that Taika Waititi was coming mm-hmm. back to do Thor 4. Yeah. Or 4. <laughs> you know, Just 4 for short. 4 for short, because it sounds like Thor anyway, so it's perfect. That's F-H-O-R. Yes. You guys asking. Or actually, it's it's the number 4. Oh, even better. H-O-R. <laughs> yeah. That's how I'm hashtagging things lately. <laughs> Um, so, everyone was excited. Thor 4. Taika's back. Yeah. It's going to be Chris Hemsworth. It's going to be Valkyrie. It's going to be all this stuff. Yeah. And then, so this was the bombshell for <laughs> for, for me. I, like, I was, in, in a good way. Hmm. Now, again, people are losing their minds <laughs> in a bad way yeah. on social media. Hmm. They need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, and what I am referring to specifically is the... I guess we. I guess we should call it a revelation. Yeah. Uh, the the reveal, the announcement, that uh, they're doing the Jane Foster Thor take mm-hmm. from a few years ago in the comic book series. Yeah. yeah. And that is. I'll be honest. I kind of sort of. I kind of sort of saw this coming. Yeah. I, I had no <laughs> clues. Like there was nothing in the in the in the works necessarily mm-hmm. to 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 give me this, but I. They, there was definitely an opportunity for it to go this direction, and I'm actually really pleased that they did decide to go this way with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that comic book with the female Thor is very, very good, mm-hmm. uh, written by uh, Jason Aaron, and readily available for people's reading. And I think if they actually take the time to read it, they would really, really enjoy it. Yeah, because she becomes Thor for a very good reason. Thor becomes the the real Thor, the the male Thor, mm-hmm. becomes unworthy. So somebody <laughs> has to step up and take the take it over. And there's a yeah. the, the way they do it in the comic is great because we don't know who this female Thor is mm-hmm. for a really long time. Like there's, oh, there's a real big mystery about who who's actually holding the hammer. Like what's going on here? Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, fantastic story. I recommend it highly, highly, highly. Check it out. It's good stuff. Yeah. And I we're gonna get a good movie out of this. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't doubt that. I I think I really would have liked to have not known that it was Natalie Portman. That would have been a cool kind of revelation thing. Mm -hmm. Like, if they did it the same way as they did the comic. Um, I I think a lot of people's concern probably, I mean, a lot of the genuine concern, because there's just a lot of trolling on the internet, and you can't really go with all that. But I think some of the concern is maybe that, you know, Natalie Portman hasn't 
even been in <laughs> like any of the most recent Marvel stuff, you know, I, for a while, it kind of seemed like she was just out of it. Like she was done with the Marvel movies, right? That's, that, that's definitely how it seemed. And like, in like a lot of interviews made it sound like she was done with it and that mm-hmm. was over, yeah. and she, you know, but it sounds like maybe Marvel had a couple of, uh, you know, cards up their sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say. I, personally, I think I would have liked to have seen a different character. Now I know canonically Jane Foster makes sense with the comics, but I really would have liked to have seen someone like Valkyrie, you know, someone like a character that we already kind of had a little more established, um, in the Thor universe, just at least more recent. I think it would have been cool to see her cause, uh, just, she had like so many supporting roles and it would have seen, it would have been cool to see her kind of take up that mantle. Well, I mean, she's 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 gonna have a role in the film, yeah. As will Chris Hemsworth. There, there's mm-hmm. gonna be yeah, a story they're still, there. They're still there. Uh, so, so it's it's gonna be interesting. I'm really excited about it. That one is is again. Uh, there's a lot of people that are enraged. <laughs> yeah, that, that a female would dare like be Thor. Yeah. But uh, they needed to take a chill pill and relax <laughs> a little bit. It's 2019. Yeah, get over it. <laughs> I think my my only real issue is semantics. Because Thor is his name. <laughs> it's not like Iron Man or Captain America. Like, he is Thor. <laughs> That's not like, it should be the goddess of thunder, you know. That would be well, the title. you know, in the, in the, I, I am curious to see how they do this in, in the films. Because mm-hmm. it's one of, the, one of the, you know, I think we have mentioned it in the past. One of the, one of the, Thor was a challenging character to do. Yeah. Uh, because his origin is, is, is complicated in a lot of ways and they simplified it a lot in the films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Making him just one person, making him just one person, taking away the, the dual identity, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, that he kind of inhabits the body of a, of a mortal being. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to play into things. Yeah. Yeah. Cause but it's going to be fun to find out. Yeah. Comic wise, it makes a little more sense because mm-hmm. yeah, if you do have that identity becoming part of the person, right. But MCU wise, it's <laughs> that's just his name. So yeah, I, I want to see how they do it. I'm definitely like, it's not going to be a bad movie no. by any means. No. Like it's it's a Marvel movie. Like you know, at worst it's going to be great. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's like it's it's fine. I'm just really curious as to how they're going to go about it. And I understand some of the genuine concerns behind it, but I think we should just take a, a wait and see approach and. You know, like you said, maybe look into a little more of the history, uh, be open-minded about things, you know, so. Yeah, definitely. I agree with you there. The other one, now this movie had been rumored for, for a little while, but I, it, there, there weren't a lot of, the, the rumors weren't getting a lot of traction. Like, we weren't really hearing much progress with it, but we had mm. kind of gotten a hint that Marvel wanted to do something with Shang-Chi. Mm. And that movie was announced as well. <laughs> And uh, which is cool because now we're going to get the martial arts aspect of the Marvel comic book universe into mm-hmm. the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah, that should be great. Which that would be great for Wesley Snipes to cameo in. <laughs> yeah, he come wants into to come this back one. and do something. <laughs> so playing the role of Shang Chi is is actor Simu Liu, and the villain for the film, mm-hmm. which I find very interesting, yeah. is the Mandarin. <laughs> the actual Mandarin this time. Supposedly the actual Mandarin this time <laughs> will uh, go to be played by uh, Cho- Tony. Chi Wai Leung. I hope I said that correctly. I apologize <laughs> profusely if I did not. And uh, apparently, at least according to IMDb, uh, Aquafina is going to be in this movie too. Oh, that's cool. So her star continues to rise. Uh, we don't know much about it other than it's 
Shang-Chi versus <laughs> the Mandarin at this point. Yeah. Uh, now, in the comic books, uh, I don't know if I want to go down this road. Hmm. I'm going to scratch that. Okay. <laughs> so the Shang-Chi movie has been announced, and that's good news. Yeah. As Marvel continues to diversify itself a little bit. Now, the, the big... I guess, like, the biggest stars are that, that were on the stage mm-hmm. were for a movie that I don't think even hardcore Marvel fans know a great deal about <laughs> because it, it's it's the Eternals. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the least familiar I am <laughs> with yeah. any Marvel property. But this movie got an incredible cast. Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, uh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones fame, mm-hmm. Camille Nagiani, uh, Brian Tyree Henry from, from Atlanta fame. Hmm. Uh, it, it, it's a huge cast already. Yeah. And it's, it's the Eternals, which is a weird <laughs> comic book. Uh, it's, it's cosmic oriented. It's in okay. space. They, they, the Eternals are immortal beings. Uh, we'll dive more into them later. But <laughs> again, it's a, 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 just a big announcement for Marvel. Yeah. Do you have any, any thoughts on this particular property for yourself? I, you know, I have little to no uh, background with that series. I think it's definitely something I'm, I'm going to do some research in before the movie comes out. Yeah. And it sounds like I have a lot of time, so I should probably get a few trades and see what I can find. It yeah. sounds interesting. I mean, the most, well, there's, there's a more recent series um, than the one that I'm going to refer to. The only series of Eternals that I remember reading was a miniseries that Neil Gaiman had written. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I don't remember much from it. Yeah. It was a while ago. So The Eternals is a property I definitely need to re-familiarize myself with. Yeah, plus if it's Neil Gaiman, I'm sure it's worth the reread. Yeah, I think so. I think we'll be safe on that. And I, if I remember correctly, too, the I think it's John Romita Jr. doing art. So it, it's yeah. going to be... It, it was really nice to look at, if nothing yeah, else. you're set. Yeah, we'll be all set. We'll be fine there. <laughs> you know? Um, what else did Marvel do that you liked? Anything fun? Anything exciting? Um... Again, we we got the Doctor Strange announcement as well. Yeah. So we know that's happening. Black Widow, that's obviously going to be a big deal. That should mm-hmm. be a really good flick. I was a little surprised. Um, at least now, I'll say what I'm gonna, what I was a little surprised by. Okay. But there's an <laughs> addendum to go with it. Sure. I was a little surprised we weren't uh, made aware of a Captain Marvel two yet. Yeah, that's true. However, it has been revealed that at the Disney the the, the DX. Disney Expo thing, D- yeah, D23. D23. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be more Marvel announcements. Oh, wow. So whether that is uh, an expansion of Phase 4 or mm-hmm. a peek into Phase 5, I don't really know for sure just yet. Yeah, and that was kind of one of my things, too, where it's like, well, we knew there was going to be another Captain Marvel. We knew there was going to be another Guardians, another uh, Guardians, again, another movie not mentioned, as and Black Panther not mentioned as well in, in this initial wave of Phase 4. Yeah, so... I. I'm curious as to if they were just saying all the new stuff that they were doing that wasn't already part of a series or, you know, if there's going to be interlaced because I didn't really check the actual timeline of dates, but it didn't really seem like there'd be a lot of time to fit in other movies in between what they already have planned. Uh, On May 1st, 2020, you get the Black Widow movie. Okay. In the fall of 2020, you get the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Disney Plus show. Okay. November 6, 2020, you get The Eternals. All right. So that's the two movies for 2020 then. Yeah. Now, then in February, February 12th, 2021 is the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the, of the Ten Rings. Okay. Then you go to spring 2021, which is WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. 
May 7th, 2021, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Then also in spring of 2021 is the Loki series. Mm-hmm. Summer of 2021 is the What If animated series. All right. Fall of 2021, the Hawkeye Disney Plus series. Mm-hmm. And then finishing the year, November 5th of 2021 is Thor Love and Thunder. So there's actually three movies planned for that year then, right? It looks like it, yeah. So I don't know. I what it feels like the uh the current rate of Marvel movies per year has been about two, right? It's been two or three. I wanna say it's been about two or three. <laughs> <laughs> it's kinda hard to say, but um I mean I feel like it'd be kinda hard to fit in another movie into twenty twenty. And if you're already releasing three in twenty twenty one that sounds like you're already packed for the next couple of years. So yeah. they, they might be taking some time off from these franchises to give them room to breathe, which might not be a bad idea. Or or perhaps... Okay, so wait. I just came across an article here on Screen Rant that mm-hmm. is confirming Blade as part of Phase 5. Oh, okay. Because they're saying the earliest wow. it can come out is 2022. Yeah, okay. So they're planning on getting it all out within these next couple of years. Yeah, so the, I, 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 forget, I forget exactly when the D3, or just the D23. D23 Expo yeah. is, uh, but I suspect we're going to get a lot more information at that, yeah. at, that, at that convention as well. Yeah, I'll have to look up when that is. But yeah, definitely a lot of stuff to look forward to. I mean, they, they announced a good amount already, but still more to come. A lot more to come. <laughs> Uh, and basically, uh, what we're also saying too is that uh, if you're not planning on getting the Disney Plus app, you're going to be missing a ton because these are part of Phase Four. Yeah. These, these Disney Plus shows are going to be a big deal. Mm. You know, the the Marvel TV shows are now a bit more canon. Yeah. Than than, than, than Agents of Shield has been, you know, which is like always kind of like loosely on the fringes. Yeah, like I feel and then like... pretty much not on Sony and not connected anymore. Anyways, like they, they I think they stopped yeah. trying around the third season. Yeah, I mean, their, their whole thing was that they were trying to keep up with what the movies were doing, and it just kind of would cut right into their storylines in the show. Yeah. And they kind of just had to adapt to that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably better that they went about it that way. They were reacting more to the movies, but the movies didn't really acknowledge their existence at all. Like, same with, like, uh, Daredevil and, you know, that whole Daredevil universe, we'll say. No, oh, I know. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, that... I mean, we speculated about that when, when, when the final nail in the coffin in, in the Marvel Netflix series happened, mm-hmm. that it was, it was, you know, Marvel kind of wanted to bring everything back home. Yeah. Kind of get everything back sense. under, under their, their, their license, under their roof. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we're going to start to see, <laughs> we're going to start to see some, some serious shift in these guys. I mean, these <laughs> Disney plus shows are going to be no joke. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are big time Hollywood actors that are, are going to be doing a Disney plus series. Yeah, that's that's pretty unprecedented. I mean, up to this point, uh, I mean, you know, Netflix is kind of doing its own thing. Uh, it definitely has, you know, good actors and stuff, but usually in like little movies or things like that that you know Netflix is producing, not so much in series that they have. Mm-hmm. You know, people will get famous off stuff that series is that Netflix does, but usually not the other way around. You know, you don't have a lot of famous actors in Netflix series yet. I, I, that's, I think that's just a credit to Marvel. I mean, yeah. you know, that's such a, a... I think everyone knows. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. a quality brand now. Like, you know, yeah. a, actors and actresses uh, of, of this this high caliber, you know, Mahershala Ali, Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, these yeah. are big-name talents and, mm-hmm. and people who do not need to 
go and do comic book movies, that's but true. they want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because they, they see the, the quality and, and the love and, the, and, and just great storytelling. Yeah. And I think that's what an actor really looks for is just a great story to tell. And it doesn't matter if they're fighting vampires or they're in space <laughs> battling whatever the Eternals are going to, or the Eternals are going to battle. Yeah. yeah you know, or they, like, I, I don't think Hiddleston can get enough playing Loki. I mean, <laughs> I think he genuinely loves, the I character. really think he's obsessed with the character. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so that's, that's and like, that's so great to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you mean, know, he's such a great character. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what, what's going to happen with that. And still hopeful that he'll come back in one way or another into the, you know, cinematic universe well I mean if we know one thing about Loki especially for the comic books that that guy knows his way around cheating death so (laughs) I would not be surprised if that's how that first season of Loki wraps up oh yeah for sure (laughs) he'll find his way back all right, I think I think we've covered just about everything for Marvel that we really can get into. Yeah, uh, I, I guess like one little subset that's, that's, that was that was announced that's pretty cool is that mm-hmm. the Hawkeye Plus series will will definitely be Jeremy Renner Hawkeye, but it will also introduce the the Kate Bishop Hawkeye character, okay. and they'll be in that together, which I think will be super super fun. Yeah, that should be good. But we have a little ways to go. Yeah, <laughs> that one's a little more far out. <laughs> but in, but in, just in case anyone didn't know, Jeremy Runner basically spoiled that on Twitter like three or four days before the convention. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> uh, like I said, I think we're going to focus a lot on on some of the bigger movies and TV announcements. Uh, sure. We, we just mentioned the, the you know Netflix and then when they had the Marvel property. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to check out the trailer for The Witcher, the new Henry yeah. Cavill yeah. series? I was very optimistic about it. I thought it looked pretty good. I thought it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not crazy familiar with the video game. I have like mm-hmm. a, a, a passing familiarity with it because I've, yeah. only, I've only played it a little bit. I liked what I played. It's just... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just know, no time for that kind just, of game. Oh, God, that I game wish. is like so many hours long. <laughs> no, and it's, it's based on a series of books that are uh, I believe from, from Poland initially, mm-hmm. but I believe they're all available in the States now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... so I mean, that series, like I said, it started off as a series of books, became this hugely, insanely popular video game series, and yeah. now it's about to get its Netflix release. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think Henry Cavill looks pretty badass as he The looks, Witcher. He looks great as Gerald. Yeah, he's, yeah, he he's really awesome. does. I'm excited. I hope this series takes off. I I generally like Henry Cavill. I think he got a bad <laughs> rap as Superman. He had some bad scripts to work with. Yeah, I mean, he, he made the best of, you know, what little he had to work with on that. But, yeah, no, everything I've seen him in, I've been really happy with. So, yeah, just he seems like a cool guy. <laughs> I hope it's true that he's a cool guy. I'd hate to find out he's a jerk. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, how about It Chapter 2? I, I didn't see the trailer for that one, but um, the first one was good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I watched the trailer for this, and uh, as, as many people know, mm-hmm. not a fan of clowns. No. <laughs> so watching watching Pennywise is always a little tricky for me. Nah, I see. Uh, and I, I enjoyed the first film as well. There's a couple good scares in there. Uh, mm-hmm. But generally, I actually uh, wasn't as terrified as I thought I'd be, so that's good news. Yeah. I, it looked like it was, it was really entertaining and less, I mean, definitely a horror movie, but more of a thriller, I'd say. You know, mm-hmm. just it, it caught my attention in a different way. It didn't rely so much on jump scares, so that's how I went about it. I agree. <laughs> um, no, it's it, I'm 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 encouraged. I like the cast a lot. The, mm-hmm. the, the it's it's the kids as adults now, and yeah, the, yeah. the cast has it has Bill Hader, Jessica Chastain, James McAvoy. Yeah, really big cast, really impressive. Uh, I. I I'm just excited to see James McAvoy in a movie where he gets to keep his hair. Yeah, that's going to be nice for uh, for a change. And he's been on a bit of a bad streak with the bald thing. Like, those movies aren't doing real well. Like, like Glass would, uh, didn't work out real well. And, Unfortunately. And the last yeah. X-Men movie was a complete and utter... Flop. 
flop, bomb, turd, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. All of them. All of them. All of them. All of the above. So you, you grow your hair back and you change things up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one will be for me because I, I guarantee you that Roger didn't watch this. <laughs> uh, but we got to see the first footage of the new Amazon series, The Expanse. The, the, my beloved sci-fi series <laughs> that the Sci-Fi Channel canceled rudely after season three with only with a, so much more story to tell. Yeah, what jerks. And Amazon swooped in, saved the day, brought it all back. We finally get a fir- our first look at the new season that's going to be dropping in, in uh, December, and it looks phenomenal. I can't <laughs> recommend this show enough. Uh, all seasons are currently on Amazon. You can, you can stream seasons one through three, three right now and get ready. Because uh, when this hits, it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to talk about it a lot. So it'd be great if we could talk about it together, everybody. So yeah. everybody go and watch it. Yeah, I think I'll do that. How long are the seasons about? Uh, like 12-ish episodes. 12? Okay, that, yeah. that's doable. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get through it. Let me <laughs> ask you about this. DC Animation. Yes. They did a premiere of the Batman Hush film. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to watch it? No, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't even get around. I didn't stick around the con that long. I, I was gone. I had well, the trailer day. looks good for it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, I'm hoping that it'll be something we can watch soon and, and, and dissect. I've heard it's a bit different than the, than the comic book series was. Yeah, they, they've, they've kind of taken that approach. They, they take a lot of the comic book content and loosely base it off of it. So kind of keep it keep it fresh in a way so that way you don't really know how it's going to end. They did the same thing with, you know, the Court of the Elves storyline and, you know, uh, they even did, what was it, The Killing Joke Mm -hmm. and that one. That one was a little bit different. They kind of stayed a little more true to that one, but I've really enjoyed all of their animated stuff that they've been putting out. Um, I know people have had some gripes here and there, but honestly, I think they do a decent job and fight scenes are fun and the stories are entertaining, so... Works for me, yeah. <laughs> right on. Now, I meant to ask you, or I meant to text you yesterday and ask you to watch this. So if you didn't, if you haven't seen it, it's my fault. <laughs> but did you see that HBO re- released a new Watchmen trailer? No. Ooh. Does it follow up from the last one? Here, hang on a second. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Cannonball! Roger, what'd you think of that Watchmen trailer? <laughs> oh man, there's so much to parse there. Uh, yeah, so it looks like it's taking place modern time. Um, yeah, it, it it looks like a semi-sequel? Yeah, yeah, I that's kind of what that's I'm... That's what they're going for? That's what I'm picking up from it. It feels like, you know, the world post, you know, what happened events of Watchmen. And... Yeah, it looks really crazy. I mean, you you see a uh, night owl's little hovercraft thing, yeah, yeah. shooting fire around, and uh, you see a, uh, an older gentleman that possibly could be Ozymandias. I'm pretty sure he's Ozymandias. I think that is confirmed. Is it? So yeah, okay. I, th- I think I think that is uh, uh, Jeremy Irons as Ozymandias is a fact. Yes, yes. But you have like this legion of uh, of Rorschach wannabes and yeah. And, Oh boy, there's there's a lot, like you said, there's a lot to parse through, a lot to unpack in that trailer. Yeah, uh, I recommend it highly. It's a really good trailer. Yeah, yeah, it got me. Like, I still don't know what the hell's going on in a lot of it. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited for that show now in a way I didn't think I was going to be. Yeah, yeah, it looks. I mean, I'm definitely 
if it is confirmed as a sequel, I'd like to go back and watch the original. I mean, it hasn't been too long since I rewatched it, but I think it's worth the rewatch. I would, I would definitely recommend actually just reading the reading the graphic novel. Oh yeah, even better. Yeah, even better. Okay. <laughs> the, the, the the movie is a very good adaptation mm-hmm. of of the film, but the, you know the the gra- there's a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, layers that are kind of stripped out of, out, oh, of the, out of out from the from the adaptation from the film. Gotcha. The the graphic novel is just so deep and so complex and, and, and beautiful to look at. Mm-hmm. So I, I do highly recommend reading the graphic novel. Yeah, I'll, I'll find Ellen Moore's greatest work. <laughs> and then, and then watch the movie again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, th- I agree with you on that. I, I, it's, it's funny. Like Watchmen is one of those, those books that is kind of, uh, precious to me in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. It was very, uh, important, very, when I, when I was developing as a, as a, as a person, as a, as a young person, yeah. Watchmen was, Watchmen is it, that book in in the Dark Knight Rises are, are, are very often cited as examples of why comic books are literature yeah. and not just books for kids. Yeah, because they pivotal. they took the genre and they elevated it, mm-hmm. and and that's why that's why I'm I'm precious about Watchmen because mm-hmm. uh, it, it elevated the genre to me and it told me it showed me the new ways to tell stories and yeah. and so I, I love that story and. When I heard HBO was doing a series, I was definitely concerned because I because because I am precious about it, and I feel like mining that material is is hard. Yeah, it, it's you, you know you have to have a really good take on it. You have to have a really good handle, and you have to have an approach that's you know I'm not the only one who feels this way. Yeah, so you run the risk of alienating a lot of people too. Now, granted, I'm an easier sell than most. <laughs> you can convince me of what you're doing by showing me a ratted trailer like that. Yeah. So I again I'm I, I'm I'm on board. I, I actually like Damon Lindelof. I know a lot of people are all, all pissy about Lost and stuff like that, hmm. but I think Lindelof is a, is a really talented writer. Yeah. I just hope he has his his plan. It, it's, it's, his yeah. road posts are there, and he's, he knows where the finish line is. Yeah, I, I really liked Lost when it was just trying to tell a story, not so much just as incongruous as it became, but um, definitely I liked. I mean, it was an entertaining show. That's why people were watching it. Don't worry, don't worry. We're gonna have a special Lost episode one day where I just <laughs> just lay into it. <laughs> no, no, where I just pour my heart out because oh, I, okay. I love that show so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm optimistic for it. Like you said, the trailer looks great. Yeah, I I I, I assume as we get closer, we'll get a little bit more information. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming out. I believe you said October, November, something like that. Sometime yeah, in the fall. October, yeah. Yeah. So that'll be great. That'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up that I I didn't have on my notes even. Yeah. But I as I was sitting here, <laughs> it it seeped into my brain that uh, on Friday, mm-hmm. Amazon will be releasing The Boys. The Boys. Season one. And I don't know if this is a comic mm. book that you have any familiarity with. I you know I'm not familiar with the comic, but I did see the trailer, and I was pretty. Yeah, pretty enthralled by it. So. Yeah, it's it's a great trailer. Yeah. It's gonna be a great show. The the premise is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, it's based on the comic book by by Garth Ennis, the creator and writer of Preacher. Preacher, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this time the artist on the book is Derek Robertson, who does a great job with uh, messy, bloody entrails and stuff like that. <laughs> a very talented guy. It's always a plus. <laughs> uh, this show is gonna be intense and oh, yeah. all over the place, and then it's it's uh. <laughs> Listen, if you think you like superheroes, you're not going to like these ones. <laughs> because the boys go around and they kick superheroes right in the nuts. It's going to be great. Yeah, definitely not for the kiddos. <laughs> not for the kiddos, but it's I, I, I recommend it 
Give it a try. And I, I love Carl Urban. Yeah, no, he's me too. One of, one of my favorites. He's he's one of the most underappreciated actors. He, he's so he's good. In everything, and he just does it flawlessly. He really does. Uh, I, I was, uh, and he seems to love genre too, which mm-hmm. I yeah. I'm eminently blown away by. I mean, the first time I saw him was in the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah, but I mean, he and he, he he stays in genre. Like he he loves it. There's a lot of material for him. I loved him in in Dread. His version of Dread was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Big fan of that. Big fan of that. And then, uh, you know, when they announced him as McCoy, I was like, McCoy? Yeah. You know, in, in Star Trek, Star Trek mm-hmm. McCoy. I think mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think I said Star Trek. But when they announced him as McCoy in Star Trek, I was like, what? He's like the action hero guy. He's going to be the yeah, doctor? Right? He's like, what? <laughs> but he did that great. Yeah, that, that's the thing about it. I mean, he was even entertaining in the Camp Yes Doom movie. <laughs> that's true. You're right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just, he's in everything. And I just feel like... He blends in with it so well. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that. That show drops on Friday on Amazon Prime. Nice. It's going to be awesome. Check it out. <laughs> uh, another thing that's near and dear to my heart that I wanted to bring up, and I don't know, I, I sort of hinted at this mm-hmm. a week or two ago, but I am a big Star Trek nerd, Roger, <laughs> and I don't know how you feel about Star Trek. Oh, no. I, I used to watch The Next Generation with my dad all the time as a kid, and I think... Voyager was like the first one that I was super into. So really, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> weird. No, but I really, I really like Voyager a lot. So, but you okay? But you know, Next Generation. You know, Captain Picard. Oh, I love. Yeah, no, I love Next Generation. Like the, I watched almost the entire series with my dad. Like that was our go-to thing. You know, awesome. We would, I'd get home from school and we'd watch Star Trek. Yeah. You know? Well, so CBS All Access dropped the trailer for the Picard series. Oh, yes, <laughs> and it's so good. Yeah. Oh man, it just gave me so many feels. It's I oh I lost my shit. This yeah. might have been one of my favorite things that happened at Comic Con was mm-hmm. this trailer. Yeah, because I I love that character yeah. of Jean Luc Picard so much. Yeah, and I've been kind of having a Star Trek Renaissance recently, where mm-hmm. I've been going back and rewatching old episodes of, of Next Gen and Deep Space yeah. Nine. With Deep Space Nine, like it's like fucking hands down incredible. Yeah. Um, and again, as I mentioned on the podcast too, I I discovered that I really like Star Trek Discovery, mm-hmm. and I just started watching season two of that, and that's blowing my mind. That yeah. show's incredible. But this trailer of of Picard, yeah, coming in twenty twenty, like you said, all the feels, yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. But it just, I mean, it's so at least at least in the trailer, I mean, mm-hmm. it's pitch perfect. Yeah, it like that that character is just. So well defined, and Patrick Stewart mm. knows him so well, and yeah. is Patrick Stewart is one of those actors who has somehow gotten better as he gets older. <laughs> I mean, like that yeah, guy just insane. he just draws you in, mm-hmm. and that's what this trailer does so so well. And I can't recommend the trailer enough if you haven't caught it yet. Yeah, definitely. And if you're not Watch doing the, if you're not doing the CBS All Access thing, I understand. There's a lot of <laughs> platforms out there now that want all our money. Oh, it's so tough. Uh, but by next year, the CBS will will definitely. Uh, convince you to get on board because, like I said, I just got on board so I could I could watch season two of Discovery. Mm-hmm. It's 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 all consuming. It's so good. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm totally obsessed with it, and, and I, I can't wait for Picard. Yeah, it looks good. The trailer was just it was great. It and was if just... if anyone wants to talk about Star Trek with me, find me. We can talk Star Trek all day. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to have a Star Trek session. <laughs> the, the Trek sesh. <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be like a four hour podcast. Oh, jeez. I, I can't afford that kind of bandwidth, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the, one panel that I did make it to, mm. uh, which you know, 
maybe not the high, most highly sought after panel to attend, <laughs> but I'll be, I was damn sure I was going to go, was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot panel. Hell yes. <laughs> I love Kevin Smith. I don't hide that fact. Yeah, he's great. Kevin Smith is, uh, it's hard to say Kevin Smith's a role model. Yeah. <laughs> but he was an inspiration yeah. for, for getting involved in doing podcasts and stuff like that. So uh, I, I love doing podcasts, and a, a lot <laughs> of it came from him talking about podcasts and getting out there and creating things and making content and sharing mm-hmm. it with the world. And yeah. I got behind that, and, and Cody got behind that because of, of Kevin Smith and Tell Him Steve Dave and, and shows like that. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, you know, I, we owe a lot to that guy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I grew up with his films. Yeah. I suspect you grew up with his films. Oh, yeah. I you might have got to him a little bit later than me, but you got A little there. later, yeah. But I think Dogma was, like, one of my first favorite movies where I was just like, this is something else. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. Well, right before Comic-Con started, actually, I think it was the first day of Comic-Con, they dropped the trailer, mm-hmm. which looks pretty darn good. Yeah. So, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot coming back. And they showed some scenes at the panel. Oh, nice. Of the, in the film mm-hmm. that are... Really funny. <laughs> I mean, everybody, you know, if if you're a Kevin Smith fan, yeah, you are going to like this film. He's back in the View Skew universe. Okay. All the characters from all the films that you love are there. The Mallrats characters, you yeah, know, yeah. Chasing Amy characters. It's 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 gonna be really fun. That's awesome. And that's coming soon. I wanted to mention that one. I don't remember the exact release date, but I'll get that. We'll, we'll talk about it, when it as we get closer. Sure. Now, I think the biggest surprise at Comic-Con, uh-huh. and this was a surprise on multiple levels for me, <laughs> happened the first day of the convention. Okay. Tom Cruise was there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just, hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up? <laughs> I got a trailer I want to show you. What? <laughs> and the craziest thing happened as I watched this trailer. Now, I was not in Hall H. I watched the trailer on the internet later that yeah. day when I, when I found out about it. Yes, most of us plebs did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun Maverick is coming next year to theaters. I knew this movie was filming. They came to San yeah. Diego to film a bunch of stuff here. Uh-huh. I, I didn't think much of it. Yeah. I was like, well, whatever. This is not. This isn't a necessary movie. Whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maverick. You know, thirty years later, do we need that? Probably not. Fighter pilots, but. <laughs> After that trailer, this is the greatest movie I never knew I wanted to see. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm so excited to watch this movie. Oh man. The 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 effort that they go through to to do these I don't, I'm not even describing it right. But the way they capture these aerial maneuvers, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's real. It's they, don't, they it's not computers. Mm-hmm. This is Tom Cruise. Flying a fucking jet, because that's what Tom Cruise does. As he does, you know. As he does, and they're just—it's just—he uh, described it as a love letter to aviation. Yeah. And uh, watching after watching that trailer, I'm like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's that is a fact. That is awesome. <laughs> so again, a movie that I thought I had no interest in, and now I can't fucking wait for it. Yeah, they better they better play Danger Zone. <laughs> right? He was asked about that by Conan O'Brien. Asked him that. Really? Show. <laughs> He kind of danced around the answer, but... Oh, uh, well, that, that's actually a good sign. <laughs> I suspect they're in heavy negotiations with, negotiations, negotiations with Kenny Loggins. Danger Zone 2, coming soon. Just ramp it up. <laughs> Though it was kind of funny. We speculated, like, well, who the hell are they going to fight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. We'll get there. We'll yeah. worry about that later. Yeah, that's fine. Watch that trailer. It looks really good. <laughs> Ed Harris, too. I mean, Ed Harris. Come yeah, on. There you go. <laughs> and supposedly they got, they got Val Kilmer back, too. Wow. That's that's awesome. Oh, actually, you know what? I should take it back for a second. Okay. That's Jan, Sam, and Bob. Yes, yes. 
Uh, as we know, this Jay and Silent Bob, the plot of Jay and Silent Bob reboot uh-huh. is basically the plot of Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. Okay. They have to go to Hollywood to stop a reboot of the movie that they stopped the first time around. Okay. <laughs> so they're going to stop the uh, Bluntman V Chronic, chronic yeah. movie. <laughs> now, the V is important because it's versus. Yeah. So Batman, or Blunt, Batman v. <laughs> Bluntman versus Chronic. <laughs> as in Batman, Batman versus v. Superman. Superman. Yeah. You may have seen, it's been announced, the pictures are online, that uh, Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, yeah. is playing Chronic. <laughs> well, I didn't realize he was playing Bluntman until I watched the, the film, or the scenes at, uh-huh. at, at, at the convention. They got Val Kilmer to be Bluntman. What? <laughs> so he has a Batman fighting Supergirl. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> so that's it's, so good. <laughs> this movie's got so many different meta things happening in it. It's, it's oh, that's great. It's going to be a good it. time. I don't. I don't think you're not going to have fun watching this film. Oh no, Kevin Smith does no wrong and bye bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Again, I know Top Gun's not really genre pop culture, but it, it's it's permeated pop culture. At this it point, was at so. the con. We can cover it. Top Gun. Top Gun is pop culture now. I mean, Tom this, Cruise is pop culture. <laughs> Tom, that is accurate statement as well. <laughs> Uh, what else happened at the at the show that you think we should uh, sneak in today, Roger? Anything anything you're dying to chop talk about? Get out? Did you see anything <clears throat> cool, rad, exciting? Um, you know, now, now granted, yeah, we're probably gonna be talking about more Comic Con stuff. Yeah, next yeah. episode. But like, what what do you what are you dying to, dying to talk about? Oh, I, I think the the one major thing that I, I saw that I thought was pretty crazy was they announced a lot of stuff for the uh, the Crisis event for the DC Arrowverse shows. Yes. I don't, I don't know if you saw any of yes, that. Yes, yes, they did. And uh, just Brandon Ralph re- <laughs> re- resuming his role as Superman. That was pretty crazy. I saw the scene uh, where they were at the con and he undid the shirt and it was the Kingdom Come S. Yes. On the chest and everyone lost their crap. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that was great. No, and and the other great rumor that that no one they haven't confirmed yet, and I wonder mm-hmm. if they're saving it as a surprise. Yeah. It, it, it the rumors are they're they are trying to get Tom Welling to return as Superman as well. And that's that's an article I believe it has been confirmed, but it was one of those exclusive on one of the comic sites that I was reading. They have Tom Welling, Smallville Superman. They have Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Possibly Burt Ward, 66 Batman Robin, and uh, I want to say there was one more. I think the Titans characters. Yeah, I, I read that article. I was trying to corroborate it with some other websites, but no that's one else the only one I saw. It and they it said exclusive, so I don't know if that's why nobody else had it, but I don't know how legit it was. Well, we're we're, we're going to be keep, keeping our eye on that because, uh, yeah. as everyone knows, I for some reason I'm still watching those goddamn CW shows. <laughs> I'll so, watch it just for that crossover well, if that's all true. I'll be I'll be perfectly honest. I think I'm really just watching it to get to Crisis, and then yeah. <laughs> after Crisis, I might be done. Yeah, I, that's that's a good call. Because I, I, I I'm getting a little worn out by some of these shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. But uh, but the, the 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 Crisis event sounds like it's going to be really really cool. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm excited that they're incorporating all these things, if, especially if the it'll be very it'll be something very unique if they bringing the Titans characters from the DC Universe app. Yeah, that would be really crazy to see. So. I'm I'm super hopeful that it's true. I hope it's not just them pulling our leg, but the article seemed like it was confirmed, just the way it was written. So as long as it's uh, not just a, a jokey article. Well, just so we know, I mean, everybody, if the rumors prove to be false, uh, the, then we can blame Roger for spreading fake news. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope you're right. I love, yeah. I love these rumors. I think they're great. And, I mean, Linda Carter... Uh, has been on the Supergirl show, uh-huh. so it's not of the realm of possibility that this is something mm-hmm. they they are talking to with her about. Sure, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, I think it'd be great if they, you know, fucking figured out how to get like some Batman into this thing. But I mean, that, yeah. Batman apparently is off limits for TV. Yeah, which, which is yeah. dumb. Whatever. It's really dumb. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but it is what it is. I, I think my my big thing was I would love to see, um, you know, Burt Ward Robin with uh, Titans Robin interact <laughs> with each other, and him, you know, give some quip like "You're too dark, man." <laughs> I would just love to see some sort of campy, uh, you know, reaction between the two. Yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I'm, I'm nervous about at this point is that it sounds like they actually have too much happening in this crisis thing. It's going to be, like, on for a month and a half, apparently. Yeah, well, you know what? It'll be worth the watch if it's all true. So, yeah, if, if done well. If done well, and I, <laughs> I agree. But we're, we're optimistic. Usually, yeah. Usually when they do the crossovers, they are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of the crossovers has been bad. So I mean, no, and, and I really liked like I really enjoyed last year's where it was like mm-hmm. the Elseworlds versions. Of yeah, stuff. yeah, that was fun. So we shall see what the Anti Monitor has in store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you don't know what that means, look it up. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I, I think that's I think that's gonna be it for our our at least our initial yeah Comic Con wrap up. So there's still so much news to kind of those are the big hits go through. But this yeah we wanted to kind of get the the greatest hits of Comic Con out. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's things we didn't get to. Uh, we will get to them eventually. Yeah, as, as things <laughs> progress in life and yes. with our show as they do as as they do. <laughs> All right, so please write us a five-star review. Small podcasts like this can easily get lost in the shuffle. And uh, those reviews go a long way to getting the word out about our fun little show. Again, thank you for for following along. Uh, We are at TomCast underscore PopCast on Twitter and at the TomCast underscore PopCast on Instagram. Roger, any final words? Um... No. (laughs) I think we hit everything. I can't say it any better myself, folks. Thank you for listening. Ciao, babes. Make it so. We're not going to be fucking sunk this year. We're the stars.